Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. And I am Katie Tarsek. I am one of Brittany's friends, also went through her program, and I am a local TV reporter here in Cleveland. So happy to have you back on the mic, Katie. Mm-hmm. And today we are doing an episode really focused on non-scale victories and having us focus more on what I've gained instead of the number on the scale. And this is something I hit home with my clients all the time because I know for myself, uh, with my past, with my eating and trying to lose weight at certain points, the scale became a very obsessive thing for me. And honestly, I can even think back to middle school and high school where it seemed like girls were starting to talk about like how much they weighed. And, you know, when I was going through my swim season in high school and being very hyper-focused on my weight and how much I weighed and trying to lose weight during that time, I know that the number on the scale when I would weigh myself, especially in the morning, like it would affect my entire day. Whether it was up or down, I felt like it completely impacted my mood. And then that kind of affected how I went about the day. You know, was I going to restrict more Mm -hmm. because I weighed more? Or was I just going to give into all the foods because I was like, screw it, threw in the towel. Like the way (laughs) my scale, you know, the scale was up a few pounds, so I must be messing everything up. So my goodness, was it just so, you know, 
controlling of my mind and my mood. How about you? Definitely. So I will say when you look back at everything, I think like to my cross country days when I was in elementary school, I think that's one of the first times that I realized like me stepping on the scale prior to that, I was a little bit of a chubby kid. Like everybody has like, you know, baby fat or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I was like so innocent and I love that part, you know, and I never, I never had the urge to step on the scale because I was just, I was a kid growing into my body right. and, um, and all that good stuff that happens as, as a child. But when I did start stepping on the scale, when I was running cross country just to see like my health and I started to see myself gain weight at times Mm -hmm. I think when you realize that it's like during sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade you're becoming a woman Mm -hmm. and it's it's funny to kind of look back because you're like oh interesting but it wasn't unhealthy at that time at that time it was like just a curious girl yeah who wanted to step on the scale your body was changing yeah for sure Mm -hmm. but then over the years when you know I know you and I both really um you know developed this unhealthy relationship with the scale because we were really deep into an eating disorder I know we both struggled with anorexia and binge eating where it was very much okay I'm gonna weigh myself in the morning I'm gonna see how I'm doing and that was like the gauge to measure my progress and I was not focusing on my relationship with food I wasn't focusing on how I felt my energy my cravings or anything Mm -hmm. like that and that's really why I focus so much on with my clients that the scale does not tell the whole story. So it took me a really long time to recognize this, but I just want all the listeners to know and understand that your identity and your worth is not what the scale says. And the scale can actually fluctuate up to two to five pounds per day. And that's because we have so many fluid shifts in water. You know, there's a lot going on inside of our body and this can cause the number on the scale to, to shift and that doesn't mean that when the scale is up, it means that you like gained fat overnight, <laughs> but that can be like the way we interpret it. Right. Yeah. We see this number on the scale and we're like, Oh my gosh, it's up two pounds. I'm screwing up. And you know, if we can just realize that the scale is one data point to measure our progress, then our mindset around it and our relationship with the scale could just be so much better. So, you know, just to kind of educate everyone like the scale does not take into account water weight muscle mass or anything like that although you may have a smart fancy scale that you know does (laughs) does delineate those different areas but the scale is not the end-all be-all so if you remember that the weight on the scale is just simply information it's just going to make things so much easier to be able to focus on the other great improvements that you've made so you know, when I work with clients and I've worked with hundreds of clients at this point on weight loss and improving their health and different things, you know, a lot of times people come to me and they're like, I want to lose weight, Brittany. And it's like, okay, that is, that is a fine goal to have, but that cannot be your main focus. Because again, you know, you, I, I work with clients all the time where they start, you know, improving their exercise. They start eating more balanced meals and they're feeling great. And they tell me all of these great wins and then they weigh themselves and maybe the scale hasn't changed or maybe it's gone up slightly or maybe it's gone down just by a pound. And they're like, I'm doing all this hard work and I'm not seeing any progress. And I'm like, what about all those things you just named that you have more energy, you have less Mm -hmm. cravings, you know, you're sleeping better. You, uh, you know, are just feeling so much more rejuvenated. Yeah. Yeah, You're feeling better. And yet you're letting one number Mm -hmm. dictate 
what your actual progress is, that's so messed up, you know? But again, you and I both know we were in that trap in the past as well. So, um, you know, I just want everyone to know that the scale is not the only way to measure your success. It's really just a tool. And if it stresses you out, then it may be hurting your progress. So I recommend even divorcing your scale or having a separation for a few weeks (laughs) and focus on what I focus on with my clients in the nutrition coaching program, which is biofeedback. Biofeedback is kind of that secret sauce that we talk about, you know, how is your energy, your mood, your cravings, your sleep, your hunger, stress, performance, all of those things are rated every single week on our client check-ins. And this really helps us to gauge how things are improving or what we need to tweak to make sure that all of those numbers and all those ratings are very, very high. But besides even the biofeedback, you can look at how your clothes are fitting and other non-scale victories to see if you even really want the scale to be a measure of progress for you, because there are so many other parameters that you can look at. So I have an awesome non-scale victory or NSV for short. Um, I have an NSV progress form that I have my clients fill out in the nutrition coaching program to assess their progress. I actually also have this accessible for members inside the goal getters group. And so I just wanted to kind of abbreviate and give a summary of some of the top non-scale victories that you may identify on your health and nutrition journey. So there's a couple of different categories and I'll kind of run through this. I want this to be a little meditative. So I want you to kind of take a moment to really listen into this part of the podcast and really think about if any of these apply to you. If you've been on a health and nutrition journey for a while and maybe you feel like you've hit a plateau or you're stuck or maybe you're just having a really hard time identifying if you have made progress, I want you to listen to these non-scale victories. So... You may identify physical non-scale victories, kind of like the outside of your body. Maybe you have fewer blemishes. Maybe your clothes are fitting better. Your rings are fitting better. You feel less bloated. You have more defined muscle tone. You have less joint swelling or less joint pain. You look younger. You feel more confident with your appearance. There's also physical non-scale victories that we can identify from the inside of our body, like having less stiff joints or less stomach pain, less diarrhea, less constipation, less gas, less bloating, and improved regularity in regards to our bowel movements. And this all may seem like kind of a lot of TMI, but honestly, your nutrition and what you eat can really impact all of those GI issues. Maybe you're sick less often, or you have fewer seasonal allergies, less heartburn, less chronic pain, less chronic fatigue. Maybe you have improved blood pressure, cholesterol, improved blood sugar, improved symptoms of a medical condition you may have, maybe reduced or eliminated medications. That's one of my favorite Mm non-scale victories when my clients can get off medications. Or maybe you find that you're recovering faster from an injury or illness due to improved nutrition. There's also non-scale victories related to your mood, your emotions, and your psychology. Maybe you find that you're happier, less anxious, less stressed, fewer mood swings, improved depression, fewer sugar cravings, maybe fewer carb cravings, improved body image, improved self-esteem 
improved self-confidence, less reliance on the scale, very connected to our topic tonight. And maybe you just feel more in control of your food. You may also have some non-scale victories related to brain function, like improved performance at your job or school, maybe clearer thinking or higher productivity because you have more energy. Maybe you're sleeping more, you fall asleep more easily, or you sleep more soundly. Maybe you're noticing that your energy levels are higher, or you don't have that midday energy slump like you used to have, or you have more energy to play with your kids, more energy to exercise, you feel more energetic in between your meals, and you need less sugar or caffeine to prop up those energy levels throughout the day. Maybe you've been able to become more physically active with sports, exercise, or even playing. You've become more consistent with exercise, or you can exercise longer, harder, or faster. Maybe you're lifting heavier things or heavier weights. Maybe you've hit some new personal bests in the gym or at your sport, or you're recovering more effectively from exercise or sports. One other really big area that can be affected on your health and nutrition journey is how you approach food and your behaviors around food. So maybe some non-scale victories could be that you have a healthier relationship with food or you're practicing mindful eating. You've learned how to read a food label or you're listening to your body better and that maybe you've abandoned yo-yo dieting and crash dieting that you had been doing for years Maybe you can better identify the difference between hunger and cravings. You're having fewer cravings. You don't have food guilt or shame. You're not struggling with binging. You may also identify some non-scale victories in your lifestyle and social interactions. Maybe you're able to pass on some healthy habits that you've learned to your kids. Maybe you're more knowledgeable about nutrition. You've developed some new cooking skills you've made some new recipes, and maybe your meal prep is more organized and efficient. So Katie, I would love to hear just kind of what non-scale victories have been most evident to you on your journey. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's so much there. Uh, There's a lot to unpack, okay? So it's funny because like when you go through this list, I'm like scrolling back up. And this isn't even the whole list that my clients have access to. Like this list is like five pages long and I think it's just such a huge confidence boost. Because again, you could look at one things on you could look at one number on the scale and let it completely destroy your mood for the day and be so upset, even though you feel like Wow, I checked off like at least 10 things on that yeah. list. So I think here's what I, a few things that were like random that I didn't even think of. Like sure. a lot of them stuck out to me. But when I look at the exercise category, like mm. I love to run. Um, I used to really be super hard on myself to the point where it was like, if you don't go out every single day this week or four times or three <laughs> times a week, like I was never a runner in high school. Okay. Like, I mean, I said I did cross country in elementary school. Don't you, don't you be fooled. I was the last in the pack. <laughs> like, I would run so hard. I would like throw up at the end. Of the- it was disgusting. Oh, but anyways, um, my friends would really laugh right now at that. But anyway. So 
I do say this is like, I've noticed like, you know, if I had a binge eat, mm-hmm. then I would wake up and I wouldn't want to work out the next day or, yeah. you know, or you'd punish yourself because you didn't run and you would starve yourself for a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, just those expectations have come so far, right. but I think in hindsight of really when I got to the good part, the good healing part, when I got help, I started working with Brittany and when I started going to like mm-hmm. really actual therapy weekly and doing all that good stuff it was the mental Mm, for me and I mean I'll be honest I mean I I'm still the physical the physical aspect of things you know you're always like yeah I could could lose some pounds here in my stomach I could do this I could do Mm -hmm. that but to me the most important thing and everybody's journey is different the most important part to me has been the mental aspect and knowing that I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not Mm. going to be depressed. I'm not going to be upset. And I'm not going to feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't get over this this binge disorder. Um, And when you you come to that, there is no scale Mm -hmm. that could ever compare to that. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I think it's, you know... It's good to to weigh in when you want to and all that mm-hmm. and, and do what you want. But, I mean, again, this is not coming. I'm not a dietitian, but <laughs> I'm just saying from experience, this is this is how I feel. Right. And I know you, you can had, speak on all of it. Yeah. Well, and, again, with having dealt with binge eating disorder, like, you had to separate yourself from the scale because mm-hmm. you did not have a healthy relationship with the scale. And I do have, I have worked with clients or clients, you know, prospective clients have come to me and they're like, I'm weighing myself all the time. And I'm like, but why? Right. Because at the end of the day, again, if you're looking at one number to determine your mood, to determine your progress, you're missing the whole picture. You're missing the point. And a lot of times people don't want to do the inner work. And so they're looking at just that one simple thing that can tell them whether or not they're doing well. And in my mind, what you said, you hit the nail on the head, like your relationship with food and just your emphasis on how you approached food and how, you know, you learned other coping mechanisms than to just turn to food. Like that is the inner work that does take time and it does take a lot of patience to work through that. But again, you know, the fact that you've come in on the other side of it and you're healed of your eating disorder now, yeah, that again is, is so much bigger progress wise than what number one number on the scale, you know, says. And so, um, yeah, I just love this list. And again, if you want access to the full list, you can join the goal getters group and there's a one week free trial. Um, so if you do want access to that, you can go and sign up for the group and just search for it in the app. But, um, I think a big non-scale victory for me and a lot of my clients also find this is that like, I became so much less obsessed with food. I remember, you know, deep in my anorexia, I was so starving that I was constantly thinking about food Mm because I was so hungry. And then when I struggled with binge eating, it was this mental battle in my mind every day of like, you know, restricting, restricting, restricting because I had binged. And then Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, when I was getting ready to binge and I was excited to binge, I was thinking about all the foods that I could binge on. And then after the fact, it was this obsession of, oh my gosh, you ate, ate like 10 Oreos and oh, you know, you ate right. that whole bag of chips and you just felt so guilty. So it was this constant, constant thoughts about food and I felt good or bad based on what I ate and I was calling food good and bad. So honestly, that was one of the best 
aspects of progress was with my mindset. And I think a lot of people underestimate the power of your mindset and just, you know, so much of what we do in the coaching program is focusing on, you know, mindset shifts on this journey, because again, it's not just what you eat, but it's how you eat and it's how you approach food. So, you know, but also there are a lot of really great, um, non-scale victories that impact, you know, your day-to-day lifestyle, like meal prepping and like, you know, having regular movement into your routine, like going to the gym or, you know, doing some sort of workout at home or going for walks. Um, but you can also look at like how your clothes fit. Like, honestly, I have not weighed myself in months and I'm, you know, 10 months postpartum now. And, um, I just stop weighing myself and I'm like, why? I can just kind of look at how my clothes are fitting right. and that's a really good gauge for me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, I did yeah. have to buy new clothes after I had job. a baby. <laughs> my mom's always, we're neighbors. My mom's always, <laughs> my mom's always like, she looks great. Oh, she's thank just you. like, thank you. I mean, she's saying that no matter what. Yeah. And I think just at the end of the day, it's, um, I had to, and, and of course I struggled with body image a lot more, especially when I had put on a lot of weight and, you know, through binge eating because I was eating so much all the time and really struggled with my relationship with food. And there were times where, um, you know, I had to buy bigger clothes. So it was something that I would feel confident in. I had to buy bigger clothes when I was postpartum, you know, until I could fit into other clothes and that's okay. And just, again, being able to, um, you know, be confident and, you know, improve your body images are again, other non-scale victories. Um, kind of what you said, Katie, too, another huge thing that, I've experienced and my clients' experience as well is just improved endurance when it comes to working out. I just had a client this week on our check-in. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm like lifting heavier weights at my workouts and, you know, I'm able to do more repetitions than I could ever do before. And, you know, when my husband and I would do workouts together, I would have to have him like help me, you know, up off the floor if I was doing floor exercises and now I can get up on my own. Like, you know, having that improvement and flexibility and endurance, like all of that. It's just so huge. So, and beyond that, kind of what we, what I mentioned before with biofeedback, you know, biofeedback is your body's way of telling you how, you know, your nutrition and your lifestyle and your habits are working for you. So, you know, and assessing things like your cravings and your hunger. You know, I have people who come to me who are really under eating and they're hungry all the time. And we start improving, you know, their balanced meals, having paired snacks. And all of a sudden they aren't having cravings all day and they're feeling energized and satisfied. And again, those things are so much more important to me than the number on the scale. And I just think so many people just focus so much on the scale that they're missing all the other aspects of progress that they are really making. So, yeah, that's how I feel about non-scale victories. (laughs) And so, again, all of these great things that you and I just shared about things that we have gained in our health and nutrition journey. So, again, you know, what I want to encourage all the listeners to do today is to really reflect on what I've gained, you know, what you've gained in this process on your health and nutrition Mm -hmm. journey Mm -hmm. instead of just what one number on the scale says. So, yeah, I agree. And it's amazing what you can come up with Mm -hmm. and you just have to trust yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, one thing that you can do every single day is to identify one non-scale victory that you're proud of. So at the end of every day, kind of doing a reflection and saying, you know, wow, I made this amazing new recipe tonight. 
that was really awesome. Or, oh, wow, you know what? I was able to run that mile 30 seconds faster today than right. I did. That was that was really amazing. Or, you know, wow, those jeans fit really great today. And yeah. that I felt super confident and I felt beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? So there's so many things beyond the scale and the scale does not tell the whole story. So I just want to encourage you to think about this list, think about the things that you are proud of. And I encourage you to just even, um, you know, mentally think about every single day, a non-scale victory, or even feel free to journal about those non-scale victories that you identify each day to keep you motivated and encouraged on your journey. So Katie, where can people go find you? Yes. So people can find me on social media, obviously. And you can find me on Instagram at Katie Tursek and then also Twitter, Katie Tursek. And then my news Facebook page is Katie Tursek at Cleveland 19 News. Sweet. Thank you so much. We hope that you found this information to be helpful. And just a reminder that we will release a new podcast episode together every other week. So we will talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.